Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. And somebody comes along, and she has a she has a cup full of nickels. <laughs> and they just take the cup full of nickels. How? What are we gonna do about that? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna You're do about joking. it? How fucked up is my view of the world if every time somebody knocks on my door, it's almost certainly a salesperson. But was it a religion per salesperson? Yeah, I would classify them also as salespeople, but no, it was oh, not. Then, then yes. I, no, I mean, that's all... Strangers don't knock on doors, man. Well, this guy did. He like he knocked on my uh, door in a general and, sense. But please and continue. He was like, "Hey, I live next door, and I've never seen this guy. In fact, it seems like every time I uh, I see a neighbor over here, they it looks like a different person. I'm thinking there probably are like five different couples living next door. There's only two cars in the driveway, but." I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. So I see this guy for the first time, and he's like, "Hey, I'm your neighbor." I'm like, "Well, you don't look like my neighbor." Uh, <laughs> he's like, "Can I borrow a credit card?" I'm like, "Can you borrow a credit Whoa. card?" Yeah, right. Like red flags are just going off. Uh, he introduced himself, sticks his hand out, uh, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking shake your hand." Like, are you trying to test me if like I'm one of those? I don't want to get into a fight over whether or not I'm going to support mask-wearing policies or however this civil war is supposed to go down. Yeah, we're just going knocking on, knocking door to door, <laughs> yeah. seeing uh, this is the mask-wearing <laughs> inquisition, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the shake-hand test. If, yeah. if they shake don't shake your hand, they're a fucking yeah. libtard and libtard. they deserve to die. You one of them Antifa terrorists? This guy, he, got, he seemed okay. He was... I mean, like he's a young fella. I, I'd imagine he's probably like. Why do you want your credit like card? 20. You're 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 burying the lead. Exactly. So he 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 wanted my credit card. He claimed to break into his house that he accidentally locked himself out of. What? So I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't maybe. I don't, I don't have a credit well, card. He, okay, okay. He asked me for a gift card first. He was like, you got a gift card. And I was like, well, I mean, like, still, I don't, like, I want to give him money. So I'm like, let me see if I got, like, one of those, like, you know, random, like, Jane Doe from Chase Right, you got to, yeah, search, you got to give him search. something worthless. That way he doesn't keep coming back just in case if he is exactly. in need of drug money. So I, like, I'm running around the house, like, I don't know, like, I try to give him something. Like, I mean, if he's locked out of his house, might as well. Locked out of his house, hopefully. Yeah, and yeah. I found, like, some, like, throwaway thing. And I gave it to him, like, oh, here you go, like, give it a shot. Uh, but that, I mean, that, that didn't go anywhere particularly interesting. He brought it back, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, I hope I didn't damage it too much. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. It was something Wait, I'm going to throw in the trash. oh, that worked? Yeah, he, like, he went and broke into his house. Wow. Well, in that case, yeah, he wasn't a piece of shit. He really did just, was just locked yeah, down. Yeah, he was just locked down. Somehow locked down. knows how to break into houses with nothing but a fucking credit card. This guy could, like, be yeah. breaking into anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made me, like, pretty suspicious right out of the gate. You're like, how do you know how to do this? Yeah. Why are you so good at this? Although, if that was... Could you break into my house with a credit card? Um, you know, if I wanted to. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so what are you thinking? What do you want to talk about? We've got, um, I teach public school. I love my students. I don't want to die. That's pretty <laughs> fun. And then we've got, oh, this is a good one. You know it's good because it's from Vice, and it is, oh, wait for it, wait for it. These Italian dwarfs love getting their bones broken. Oh, damn. Look, 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 oh, it's so clickbaity. What else we got? It's so rough. Um, big companies receive PPP loans intended for small businesses. That's like the least clickbaity so far. And then we've got, after lobbying Catholic Church, $1.4 in coronavirus aid. Ooh, that, one, that one's interesting, oh. but the title's not clickbaity. And then we got, these restaurants have... Filed for bankruptcy and many more are at risk. Yeah, okay, only the first two are clickbaity. But those first two kind of make up for it. All, all yeah, they're so clickbaity. Yeah, Italian dwarves love getting their bones broken. What the hell? Yeah, like what the fuck? No, they don't. Yeah, obviously not. They they don't. They do it to fucking fit in. And they feel pressured to. They don't love it. What like it's a false. The, the title's false. Fuck you, Bruno Bailey. Yeah, I'm calling you out, you stupid piece of shit. Your first name's Bruno. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Bruno. The statistic 
uh, in regards to the concentration of dwarves that get their bones broken. Uh, so I, I guess it's worth to worth it to explain what this process actually is. Uh, so I guess they they incrementally have their bones broken and then lengthened over time, and I assume that they restructure, thus making the limbs a little bit longer each time that they do it. I think, yeah, I think it repairs it. Pretty much, and applying a fixer, they say. I think it's a little more complicated than applying a fixer, but <laughs> nonetheless, an extremely painful way to stretch someone's limbs out over a pretty minute scale. Yeah, to make them ever so slightly taller. Right. Um, ever ever so slightly less dwarf-like, I guess. Uh, which I, yeah, they're but... trying to avoid shortened limbs. Uh, oh, man. That's so fucked up. So in Italy, right? 90% of the yeah. people with achondroplasia? Achondroplasia? People that are dwarves. Mm -hmm. uh, undergo the surgery, while in the rest of Europe, it's closer to 8%. So what the fuck is going on in Italy? What's up with Italian culture? Yeah, it's super superficial, or I mean, there, there's a, a much higher standard for uh, aesthetic. Like the the bar. Uh, well, who who gets to set the bar for people who have achondroplasia? Other. Dwarves? I mean, I don't know. well, is it effectively dwarves that are, are forcing dwarves to, to do this? And if that's the case, like, if you know. recognize that your options are either live in Italy and have my bones broken, like, 90% of the other uh, dwarves living around me, or... Um, here, here's, what I've, here's what it says. President of the AISAC Association for Information and Study of Act achondroplasia um, told the Vice News Bruno Bailey bitch pants that the <laughs> Italian dwarves have to fit into society more than in other countries where society often changes to accept them. He said there is also a popular lengthening procedure. Um, Those scars are legit. Okay. Yeah, so I guess, I don't know, I guess Italians, they see a little person and they're like, Hakapui! Fuck you, little person. Fuck you. You 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 make this world work for you. This world we're not going to help at all. They interviewed a couple of the folks that went through the procedure and here it says that they all felt like they had done the right thing and also that the jobs or successes that they now have can be attributed at least partly to the surgery. So it might be that they're being discriminated against actively because they are dwarves. But there's, but like the thing is, you know, we've got pictures here, folks. Mm -hmm. You look at these people, you can tell they're still dwarves. They're just slightly taller. Slightly dwarves. less so, right? Um, I mean, there there there's still um, a couple of physical or little characteristics. People, whatever appropriate language you'd like to. Yeah, okay, I, mean, I, I I'm glad that you kind of like caught on to that too. Like, I'm not exactly sure that that's appropriate terminology. We're not trying to offend anybody, obviously, by saying that kind of yeah. shit. Uh, it's just I'm hard to. You guys I mean, know what we're talking about. <laughs> it has here tagged in the bottom of the article dwarfism. Okay, yeah. it's the colloquial term. It's what we're all used to. And I, I know that this doesn't account for much because obviously I'm not experiencing uh that type of uh, difficulty in my life. But if if I was a person who experienced dwarfin dwarfism or androcoplanchif fucking shit uh androcoplasia say that and 10 times achondroplasia achondroplasia uh then i think being called a dwarf would i mean like i've always respected dwarves at least in, in fantasy fiction <laughs> does that count for anything <laughs> yeah but the thing is is you get called a dwarf but you still have human stats so it's bullshit oh, yeah you're not like super strong and automatically yeah, you don't get the black exactly you don't get skills. the free con bonus and like the iron gut and shit and like immunity to the poison oh yeah like you don't get any of the cool dwarf shit mm -hmm. yeah it's like um a uh, small human uh like you get to uh like minus two to all of your strength stats or something i don't know exactly and i was minus, bitching minus about this to the other day the, the top shelf <laughs> is that so it used to be so if you go and you look at 80s uh fantasy movies anytime they needed a little person they went and they found some dwarf 
or little people actors to play dwarves and or other mythical short beings mm -hmm. in their films. Like you go, you look at uh, um, um, Time Bandits, you look at Willow, mm -hmm. you look at Labyrinth. Yep. You know these movies they in, they employed. Wizard of Oz. They, I was thinking about specifically 80s uh, fantasy, but yeah, even before mm -hmm. then, 80s and, and prior, they they would hire little people. But now, with all this goddamn green screen bullshit and CGI trash, you can have fucking Elijah Wood and all these other yeah. people play fucking hobbits that are full size mm -hmm. and use fancy camera angles. And like, when, where do you even see little people in film anymore? Like, besides Dinklage. In Game of Thrones, you don't see any. Yeah, and and that was more of a something of a novelty. Uh, I I feel like uh, that was the uh, the dwarf equivalent for the uh, black people no longer experience racism argument for Obama. Um, like, oh well, you know, look how successful uh, dwarf people are in acting. You know, Dinklage obviously has a fantastic role as Tyrion Lannister. I was like, one. Yeah, it's one. It's fucking one. Name another. Like, I can't think yeah. of any since the movies that you, you just named you, off. You got Vernon Troyer, and he fucking drank himself to death. This is, this is an issue. Uh, I, I'm sure that, that uh, uh, dwarves are not the only people yeah, that experience like, misrepresentation in the acting community or entertainment right. in general. And I could see the argument of like, yeah, well, you're just hiring these little people to play these fantasy characters. They're humans. It's like, yeah, well, now they're not acting in shit. Who's happy now? Mm -hmm. You politically correct pieces of shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I'm yelling at. I don't know. Who. It's so hard. I, I don't. don't even, yeah, I wouldn't know who to direct my anger at there, I, because I, I I want people to to have these jobs if they want them. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that the all those '80s fantasy movies weren't employing like slave little person labor, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Those X-rays are pretty. Know pretty legit to the ones where you have those pins that are put into the femur and you can see all yeah, that's metal as hell yeah there's a lot of metal there <laughs> yeah it's literally metal as hell i don't know maybe they're literally doing this just to um in our capital society to to out compete their other fellow andro whatever oh, fucking word and andro croplasia <laughs> yes act Achondroplasia, that's such a weird word. Achondroplasia, whatever Achondroplasia. people that, you know, since everyone else is doing it, if you want to fit in, mm -hmm. it's kind of like that, where if, if, you know, where the other places where no one, a small percentage is doing it, there's less pressure, but if everyone else is doing it and you want to be, I don't know, self-reliant or whatever in this society, then you might maybe you feel you have to do the same thing. All for 10 centimeters... Uh, well, no, I think twenty total centimeters mm -hmm. in height difference. Well, it's it's all it's all relative it, in this it, instance, increase right? Increase the fe. What well, says here? Increase the femur by about ten centimeters, and the tibia by about ten centimeters. So you're looking at less than eight inches. Uh, and all that pain, all that suffering. Yep. Oh, Fucked up. Can't just uh, can't just let people be. I mean, by the same token, like if they want to do this to themselves, uh, you know, they yeah. they. I think they have the the right as long as somebody's willing to consent and provide that. But for by them. The, but, the 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 statistics of the greater population, wh what uh, do you and I even actually want, Tim? How many of our wants and desires are just something that was fed through us by our society and we just absorbed through osmosis to make us think we wanted them in the first place? You're totally right. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, like I, I like if I'm to start with a single found founding principle, like. What does it mean to be a good person? You know, like if, if my parents taught me anything or if, let's imagine that I was interviewing my parents and I'd be like, oh, hey, what is it that you wanted to teach me? You'd be a good person. You know, be a, be a good, ethical, virtuous person. And they, okay, well, why? Like <laughs> what's the point of doing why? that? Like what, what, what inherent value is there in being a virtuous person? It's like, well, it's self-evident as being valued. It's like, oh, it's self-evident as being valuable. It's like, did you ever take the time to reason out why that was good to begin with? Or do you just believe that you're going to be uh, uh, existentially punished if you, if you don't? Or you're, you're going to betray a sense of consciousness that was beat into you when you were younger? Or I, I guess to, to follow more along the lines of aesthetic – um, yeah, we were talking a moment ago about 
uh, uh, D- Disney characters and how, how they're how they're supposed to how how they uh, I- embody these stereotypical ideals of masculinity or femininity in their animation design. Uh, how much of that is is bled its way into the way in which we we look at the world around us? Like, there are so few fit people in the world. <laughs> so what exactly does it mean to be fit? <laughs> Like how many people do you know? Like I, I could probably count, uh, the, like the the number of folks that are outside of, uh, the the, the ridiculously fast metabolic rate of young That's adulthood me. to. I'm still it, there. Yeah. <laughs> it, we're still there. We're still there. Like anybody past that, like who is in any relative fitness? I I, I can name very few people yeah. that would still fit within the. Uh, Wait, when's my metabolic go away? B- BMI. When does it go away, Tim? Yeah. Well, it, I think it's supposed to. It, it slows down for men after 19, oh. and then I think oh. it pr- continues to slow down up until you hit like go, going strong, 40 something, <laughs> and then it's just like. <laughs> like well, in that shit. case, I'm great. I don't have to change anything. Fuck. Yeah, I I think I'm doing okay too, but. Uh, you know, over time, I'm sure, like as as I accumulate injuries or uh, I just become naturally less active. <laughs> just this... what? <laughs> what is that? You just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> you will suffer as I have suffered. I don't know. I, I I'm fucked up. So I mean, when I was growing up, kids kids just latch on like fish hooks onto whatever insecurities you have. And if you don't, if you're not insecure about something, they'll find a way to make you insecure about it. So I just got teased a lot for being really skinny growing up. And now that I'm getting old and everyone's getting fucking fat and lazy and just reveling in it. Oh, now you shall suffer as I have suffered. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they're going to suffer in a much more normative context though. Like, it's made fun of for being skinny. That's that's pretty unusual, man. You weren't skinny. You don't understand. You don't I, know I what I it's didn't like. Know hardly any skinny people. I grew up in I grew up in the in the United States. <laughs> I, I think it's just I think it's anything that makes you stand out. So it's you know you look at a group of people. Yeah. It's it's well, what is this? What 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 makes this it. person different from the rest of us? Oh, they're t- tall and skinny yeah. as shit. Yeah. Oh, you're individualistic in some capacity. We are going to make fun of you until you relinquish that which makes you yeah. different, and we're just gonna beat you down until you fit the mold like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like shear off those edges, man. We're putting your square peg in this round yeah. hole. I guess everybody was made fun of, uh, you know, in regards to yeah, certain anything. things. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could have anything. It could be the most normal thing. Oh, you have freckles. <laughs> uh, fucking zit face. Yeah. Get wrecked. They're not zits. They're freckles. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you would say. Zit face. You know, kids are freaks. <laughs> so, so where are the 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 dwarf people? Where, where, where are they getting this? Like, who's walking up to dwarf folks and and being like, "Ha you're short." Like, that's that that just seems like uh, unreasonably cruel, yeah. especially to do that to an adult person. Yeah, I don't know. Who's got who's got the time for that? Who's just who's got this nerve that's dangling so far out that they need it to take it out on some kind of unsuspecting passerby that's probably also going through a lot just in a vacuum. Without having to worry about any of the societal pressures that might be on them to to compete with others in whatever capacity, uh, it's like living living in a world that uh, is obviously made for for people that are bigger. Uh, even climbing up on a bed, uh, you know, like you gotta have a step stool for everything. Like that would suck. Yep. Uh, always having to ask people to help. I, I'm sure that like it, it, it allows you to be, um, you know, it, it gives you the added benefit of, of getting used to asking for help from, from a very early age, yeah. uh, which is, which is an underrated skill. I, I feel like a lot of people could, could stand to, um, to learn how to develop relationships with people in a vulnerable sense. Um, especially, well, I mean, not, not when you're forced to, obviously <laughs> that's an entirely different story. Yeah. Um, Silver lighting. I don't know. <laughs> oh God. 
We haven't done a Look how tall animal. these guys are. They got yeah, they they gained height. <laughs> they got no. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, the Italian government pays for it. It's completely free. I mean, that's cool. I'd I'd say the silver lining is that they're they're able to in you know in these in this modern day and age take advantage of technological advances that even to a small degree allow them to change themselves some some physical previously unalterable aspect of themselves uh even if it's not necessarily for a good reason just like being able to control certain things about your life is is cool i don't know yeah you have you have influence you can uh you can you can take some some tidbit of order out of the chaos and and you are the master of your squeeze domain. it into your life break your bones and stretch or, them out. Or, as Vice News says, these Italian dwarves love getting their bones broken! That's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, pump the brakes, Vice. Thanks, Vice. <laughs> fucking loser, fucking Bruno Bailey piece of shit. Uh, so speaking of clickbaity titles, what is this I teach public school of my students I don't oh, want to die it's, about? So you know how at the beginning of the coronavirus we pulled all the kids out of school because there was like, I don't know, 3,000 cases and we were worried about mm -hmm. the teachers and administrators and the children's health? Mm -hmm. Well, now that we're at, you know, 100,000 plus whatever bajillion cases, I don't even know where we're at right now. <laughs> A bajillion now we're at cases. one literal bajillion cases. We're like, hey, send those fuckers back to school. Yeah, it's it's pretty surprising. I saw, I saw uh, this really great uh, uh, cartoon where basically it was a bunch of people standing outside of a building, burning building, and they're like, wow. Uh, I was so glad we got the kids out of that uh, building before it got on fire. And then someone was like, yeah, time to send it back in. And they're like, what? Why would we send them back into the burning building? It's burning even hotter now. And they're like, but it's so expensive to keep the kids outside of that building. <laughs> <laughs> it's costing the taxpayers <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, so it looks like we've got about um, 586,000 total deaths, and 13.7 million people are confirmed. Uh, and this is an international oh. estimate, so it could be could be plus or minus a bit. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Um, but when you look at the graph, we're still on the way. Up. Oh yeah, no, we're going way up. Do 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 do. Mm -hmm. Move it on up. Yeah. Looks like since since April, it's kind of just been like whoop. In in the last, uh, let's see, uh, that's just oh god, that's just like a couple of, it's like a, a little over a month. We're going way up. That's the bueno. <laughs> I don't want to start talking about this again, Jimmy. I thought like we were on the way out of talking. No, about it's just getting COVID. started. We were, we were just trying to like well, develop a. a like a new Remember norm. Remember when, when we just like, pretend like it doesn't exist? Well, we just pretend it doesn't exist and we don't talk about it. Well, so, mm -hmm. what I was going to say is, remember when we when we first started talking about? It? I think we did the first time we really talked about it at length was was at when you we were in person recording together, and you were asking me questions mm -hmm. about it, and you were like, "Oh, well, how many people do you think is going to die?" I was like, "I don't know. I mean, it all depends on how we react to it. It could be, you know, as little as like." 10,000 or it could be up to like a million and it looks like we decided we would like the million route <laughs> I'll take um, a million please yeah that sounds good I'll take a million uh, with a with a side of societal change uh, riotous uprisings uh, discord political strife yeah I'll just take it all I'll take one of everything one of everything please yeah pretty much ah, god damn it's fucked. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then, then we have people coming to our doors trying to shake our hands, like, hey, I don't want to introduce myself for the first time. It's Let part of my you. culture. I touch hands. Like, get out of here. Yeah, we touch hands. Touch my hand or you're not a man. <laughs> don't give me the firm handshake. You're not a man. Uh... But yeah, that, that's basically it. I mean, there's not much more... 
here except for that. I mean, I think uh, our our local uh, JCPS Jefferson County Public School System I think is voting either this week or next week I think on whether or not they're going to send mm-hmm. kids back to school or whether they're going to do the virtual stuff they were doing before. So I don't know, man. And it's just yeah. hard too because um, we don't provide childcare in this country. Uh, so mm-hmm. you have someone that works, you can't afford to send yeah, they're, your kids childcare. I mean, effectively, all of our school mm-hmm. system is is childcare. That's all it is. Yeah, it, yeah, glorified daycare. Uh, you know, hopefully with an added side of education, you know, but there that that bar is not very high. Um, so I was actually talking with a family member today about some of the, uh, you know, what, what I, what I didn't know was, um, let's see, what, what's the name of, um, the, um, what's the, the, the name of the reconstruction myth, um, uh, the, the Confederacy, the, the, the war of Northern aggression is part of it. Lost cause myth. I, I was actually taught some lost cause myth in Kentucky. I don't even up. know what that fucking is. Oh, okay, so I didn't know what it what it was up until I don't know about a month ago when I heard it referenced. But the lost cause myth is uh, effectively a way for individuals who associate with Southern heritage. Which anytime you hear the word heritage, I feel like that's automatically a dog whistle to uh, conservatively leaning, sometimes racist individuals, uh, because of course heritage is short for inheritance. It kind of uh, uh, elicits feelings of authority based on, you know, more often than not in this instance, ethnicity. Uh, So the lost cause myth relates explicitly to the Confederacy being a justified um, retraction from the Union because of the loss of states' rights and not necessarily because of... Um, the issues caused by owning people. Yeah, it's like they wanted the state right to own people. It's like yeah, a, exactly. Yeah, you... yeah, they they claim it was like it was more about that. And it's like, oh well, you know, the cultural confines of that era would actually preclude any kind of ethical issue that would arise from owning people, um, which effectively allows individuals who believe this way to also. Um, manicure their ideas about the founding fathers uh, whom they hold in like this kind of uh, um, a Herculean regard. Like the, they're, they're like these, these demigods yeah. uh, that uh, divinely inspired our constitution, right. which is this holy relic of such magnanimous proportion that it could never be critiqued is, and or updated. Which is and... funny because the Mormons, they literally believe the constitution is a religious doctrine document they literally literally believe believe it they believe that it was ordained by god yeah people get some funny ideas in their head sometimes uh so that that goes to show you know it it really doesn't take much to disrupt a core curriculum uh you know if the teachers have anything to do with it and and, i mean to a certain degree i support uh you know an individual teacher putting their their own opinion into things but not to the extent that they're going to indoctrinate an entire classroom with such shit like that. Uh, We know the South was actually the oppressed ones. Like, this is all just something's being drummed up by the Northern aggressors. (laughs) Like, fuck you. (laughs) They did. See, we just want to live, live here peacefully with our slaves singing Kumbaya. Mm -hmm. And then the Northerners came and ruined Mm -hmm. all of it. And that's why black people are still poor today. Wait, what? Yeah. But in your story, they were slaves. Yeah, but they were kumbaya singing slaves. Yeah, they they don't even account the fact that, like, well, you know, like, a majority of people back then actually really didn't like slavery. It's like, well, what about states' rights? And it's like, well, yeah, but if you're looking at the representation of those states, there was, like, a good 20 to 25 percent in each of those given states that wasn't being represented. Yeah. <laughs> Because they, they were fucking yeah. owned. <laughs> you see, those slaves, just not popular with them, you know? They never went, they, just, uh, they, they never like, asked, yeah. but, uh, you know, I might find this hard to believe, but the slaves didn't like slavery. 
not much at all. They they weren't weren't a fan. Were, oh, but they you know the slave owners treated him so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? It's some, God, it's some shit. I actually was. Stupid. One of my family members. You can't members treat a slave well. It's it's in the name. It's a slave. Yeah. You call, you're the you mm-hmm. a slave. You can't treated my slave. You've already. Well. That'd be like, oh, I I I treat my torture prisoner so well. I'm so nice and benevolent to my torture prisoner. Like, do you torture them? Of course, it's in the name. I torture them. They're my torture to. prisoner. But mm-hmm. when I'm not torturing them, we have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> They they like it. They seem to enjoy themselves. They have a they have a high quality of life in comparison with other slaves. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucked up. Like I remember, I was in uh, I went to I, I was at this museum, and there was a section on, and we were get we were getting a guide, a tour, and there was a section on it that was about Haiti, and they were talking about the Haitian revolution and stuff like that and how they overthrew slavery and all this stuff like that and i don't even know how this happened but like there's this old fucker that was part of the tour that had said i sounds like they were better off when they were slaves and i was just like what like where did that come from like what are you talking about like nothing they said sounded good Yes, the place is still mm-hmm. doing shitty now, but that's for a plethora of other reasons. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sounds like that guy would, could get behind the white man's burden yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, you crazy fuckwad? Yeah, there's still people mm-hmm. that think that shit. Well, was this person also a product of... Uh... A lost cause mythology core curriculum. No, I don't know anything about this dude. I don't know anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like just like the concept alone of like, like the the cognitive dissonance the the say that people were better off before they were freed. It's just such a fucking mm-hmm. mind fuck. It's just. What an idea. It's just, holy yeah. shit, you know. I mean, when you, chattel slavery, I mean, it's like the lowest fucking bar of fucking bars. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, it's hard to imagine a bar below that and to be like, oh, they were better off when they were that. Well, it, it kind of reminds me of, a, of Calvinist doctrine. So I, I feel if evangelical Christians in the United States are philosophical uh uh, predecessors of Calvinism, then I can understand why they would hold the aspect of forced labor in such high right. regard. Because the you know the hard day's work is kind of what gives you purpose as a human being. Yeah. You know, you, you you toil and you sweat and you just fucking break your back every single day in order to I don't know earn gratification from God or or something like that. Um, so by by proxy, and not, not to mention like some of the stories, like um, uh, you know the story of the Garden of Eden, right? Like it, it's better to remain ignorant and do as you're told, whatever that means, rather than asking questions and developing your own opinion about things. Uh, you know, obviously, i.e., being free, making your own free choices. Like that's a bad thing. That ultimately leads you to be confused by what the snake says. And if you listen to the snake, then you're going to get pushed out into the world where we find ourselves in the situation where we have to toil all day. So it's kind of like this this circle argument that always brings us back to the same point in which we have to self-flagellate in order to please a deity or something like that. Well, I mean, isn't it also Calvinist uh, isn't like within their whole ideology that uh, um, people are basically preordained to be saved or not saved and that you basically life is all preplanned. So if if you were a follower of that fucking mindset, you could say, oh, they're a slave because they're both they're supposed to be a slave. Like this has all been preordained by the powers that be. So, you know, I'm not even doing a bad thing by enslaving this person. I was supposed to buy them. Blah, 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 bl
Yeah, they, they, they believed in predestination. Yeah. So you can just, like, pre-justify um, any of your shitty shit by being like, I was supposed to do the shitty shit. Pretty much. Which, if you are if you are a believer that your deity is omniscient, then predestination is, of course, a must. Because in that instance, God already knows what's going to happen to you because he's omniscient. So therefore, you are predestined to something. <laughs> Whatever is going to be the case. I mean, whether or not you're you're actually going to uh, break the vase if you hadn't have been told about not worrying about the vase is something else entirely. Uh, but yeah, predestination and the taking advantage of individuals who are predestined to be slaves or predestined to break their backs in a field, uh, you, you know, and how they ultimately need to learn their place in association with whatever is fate. That's that's something else. It's incredible. It really is. You know what else is something else? It, what, what Big companies else? receiving PPP loans intended for small businesses. Yeah, Isn't Paycheck cool? Protection Program. Part of the CARES Act, yeah, to provide small businesses. Whatever small I means. think their definition of small, I think it was companies that were 500 employees or less, I think, fell under small. But the thing is, when I've been reading about this, I've, I haven't read super in-depth. I'm sure that as more time goes on and more people start digging through the people that did and didn't receive loans, it's going to get more shady and shitty. But basically, you could have companies that have separate locations. I like, let's say you had one office in, I don't know, San Antonio, and you had 200 people there, and you had another office in New York, and you had another office in uh, Denver, and like in totals equals 1,000 people, but each location only has, you know, 499. Boom, bada bing, get your PPP loan. <laughs> Which is still a whole lot of people. I, I don't know if that would qualify for a small business. It would but... in this case because of the way they fucking did it. It's all kind of relative. I think I'm seeing a little bit of a uh, little bit of a theme going on here. Uh, yeah, it seems like a, a a lot of big corporations were were able to to take that those resources that uh, in, at least seem to be intended for businesses that would be struggling during a time like this, not ones that could have accurately assessed and prepared for a situation like this if they weren't being greedy motherfuckers and took advantage of their staff and played things so close to the chest and by such uh, you know, thin protection margins that everything would go under immediately if, if the, in the rare instance a pandemic was to occur, it would just force them right under. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can really expect any business to be that way, but when you have state-sponsored capitalism, what else are you going to get? Yep. Like it, This is going to be take, taken advantage of indefinitely until it's deconstructed yeah. from the bottom up. Like we didn't, I didn't have any say over this. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't want, I don't really want any business to be receiving resources from the government. I mean, like in essence, if you believe in, in free market economies whatsoever, shouldn't you just like completely retract yourself from a situation in which you're just giving businesses taxpayer money? Isn't that the same thing as like them going and buying things from those businesses, you know, just through the, the, the normal uh, the, you know, the, the, the normal tenet of capitalism. It's like they're vying for your dollars. Like, what are you, like, bailing out, like, uh, Gold's Gym or something? Wait, who? This is fucking Gold's Gym. Or, you know, like, some, some other kind of business that would obviously be adversely affected by the antisocial, antisocial nature of uh, dealing with a pandemic like this. If, in fact, that, that is going to uh, delay the propagation of the virus, which in this instance it obviously does. So I feel like any business that would have reason to be able to uh, seek additional resources or emergency resources due to that explicitly could have grounds to receive resources like this. But any institution that does not directly... Uh, is not obviously going to be directly affected by the physical limitations that this pandemic provides us, or and, you know, more accurately, doesn't provide for us. Uh, 
why the fuck are you getting any resources? Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. Not to mention, like, I mean, we, we've talked about this in the last couple of episodes, but the, the small mom-and-pop businesses that are being affected by rioters and looters, like, how, how can you talk about them in, in, in the article directly before and then turns out you guys are giving just as much money to, if not a lot more money, to these huge corporations? It's, it's like, obviously, you see a difference there. They don't care about them. They don't care yeah, about it's, them. It's, They've never fucking front. cared. That's what they do. So this is how they do. This is how you you, you manuf- manufacture consent. Is that whenever you talk about capitalism, Noam Chomsky Bingo. Noam Chomsky Bingo. Manufacture consent is what you do. Is that whenever you talk about capitalism, you don't talk about Walmart and 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 Morgan Stanley and Chase Bank and all of these freaks that are uh, destroying mm-hmm. local economies and getting filthy rich off of uh, financial schemes. What you do is you appeal to the local deli and all this other shit and then talk about those terms. And, and you know, people, mm-hmm. you know, people that run the local deli or whatever, they do take risk, right? They, they do do the things we supposedly think capitalism does, right? They're just like a little tiny fish in the pond, though. And and so mm. you, then you can't argue with them because then if you argue with them you look like the dickhead. It's like no, I don't think that the deli should get help. The deli should fucking burn and die and burn, you know. Right. And you look like an asshole. In a perfect world, yeah. Nobody wants the deli to go under. Everybody loves the exactly. deli. Exactly. <laughs> like, We're is, not talking. If capitalism actually worked, that's the type of business everybody would love to have. Exactly. Around. It's like it's like when we're when, when <laughs> yeah when you and I are like we rage about capitalism. We're not shitting on the local deli whatever Obviously. place like it. Yeah, you see, like, the means of production is held entirely in the hands of the deli owner who has that sick, awesome slicer. If you can take the time to slice by hand a a big old ham, it's going to take you so much longer than if you have this slicer. So, of course, it's just like, it's a ridiculous argument. It's it's like, like, of course, it's so much bigger than that. Like, if you're referring to a small business as... 500 employees or yeah. less. <laughs> I might I might have exaggerated that, but um, I don't know what they actually used for it. But it was something to that effect of they they said it was supposed to be a certain number, and then these companies found ways to get around that. Yeah, I mean it's still like I I feel like the. I feel like the tears are way out of whack. Like the, a, a small business in most of our minds, in the layperson's mind, the the non-captain of industry person's mind. <laughs> like we all think of a small business as a group of like ten people or less. Yeah. You know, and ten ten people is like oh, it's like that's actually getting to be pretty serious. You know, like right. ten people that's more the that's like twice the size of my family. Right. You know. <laughs> That's a that's a whole lot. I wonder how they keep track of all those names. Yeah. <laughs> like I've worked on teams. Like typically, whenever I worked retail or, or or in in industry, the teams that I work with are roughly about that size, if not a little bit smaller than that. So that's, that's what I'd be used to as far as small business is concerned. But then when you start to find out that these companies are made of hundreds, thousands of people, it's like, oh, do you even like? I feel like you can't be a CEO unless you actually know the names of all the people that are entry level workers. Wait, what? That would never happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like how how in the world can you employ these people? You treat them like a fucking number. You don't know yeah. anything about them. Yeah. You have absolutely no personal involvement with them whatsoever. They are are merely a means to an end yeah, for you, with which you can use to achieve a paycheck protection program resource from the CARES Act. Yeah. Which is effectively what the the CARES Act was also what provided uh, the stimulus, right? Yeah, that was that, was that big. So whole... it was packaged. Uh, so on, on one hand, they were like, "Hey, we're going to give everybody in the U.S. what was it, twelve hundred yep. bucks or something like that," um, and then we're going to give all these corporations uh, about one point six million dollars. Yeah, you know, some some obscene exactly. amount of money. I'm like, I'm sorry, wait, did you like, did you try to just like 
shove that in, just kind of like force that in at the end of the bill and hope that nobody would see it. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, you see all the Democrats over there. Democrats are trying to, like, prevent you guys from having $1,200. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, like, and like, is that how that goes? Although the Democrats are probably like, oh, we don't mind you shoehorning in that last bit either. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you... They're all the fucking same. As long same. as you include our constituents in there. Gross, it's so dude. gross. Everything sucks. Uh, I, in no way, shape, or form do I want to propagate violence against anyone on this podcast. Uh, I mean, that, that kind of leads us into our next story about... Um, about the the Catholic Church. So how did they get the so, how did they get that much money from the state? That's kind of it's ridiculous. Absurd. And what I've heard is that the reason why the Catholic Church was lobbying the United States government in the first place is because they were going bankrupt from all the pedophilia suits that were being charged against them and their priest, and they were strapped no for way. cash. No way. Really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, that's where it says, yeah, the scandals erupted in 2018, reverberated throughout the world. Jesus. Hey. Followed allegations he, ab- we, he abused minors and adult seminarians. You've been raping a lot of kids. Uh, do you think you could post bail for us? Yeah, all right, fine. Fuck. That is amazing. Like how? That how is can so you? Fucking amazing. Like, like, it's like if you rape one kid, you're you're a pedophile. If you rape a thousand kids, you can get one point four billion dollars from the government. Go big or go home. That's what I always <laughs> <What's> say. <laughs> like how? You gotta go for it. Put on a funny hat and go for uh, it. It's so disgusting. Like, yeah. what? What is this fucking hell world we live in? Where we reward? You have? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my like, mind is just like like, like this is real. We're we're sent we're sending kids back to schools to get the corona, but we're rewarding Catholic Church for raping kids with the billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kind of shit's just gonna like. Uh, I don't. I don't want it to happen, but it, it's going to break itself. Like, half. It, it, this it can't is last. nonsensical, upside down, crazy fucking world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I mean, you just hope that people are going to be able to wake up to this. Like I, I can't uh, sooner rather than I later. can't even like fully process this stuff. I can't put myself mm-hmm. through the actual emotional whatever it would take to actually think and feel how awful this shit is because it would break me like a a little breakable glass doll (laughs) (laughs) this poor fragile jimmy just over there just being broken in half by institutional state-sponsored rape oh that's what it is oh is it jimmy was born yesterday everybody check look at look at this pussy oh you you think that's bad can't can't handle a little bit of rape can't Mm -hmm. can't handle a little child molestation and getting paid off for it Mm hmm can't yeah, can't handle like uh, you know a little bit of grease in them palms. A little mm-hmm. systematic child yeah. abuse. Let's fucking uh, let's break these dwarf bones. Let's force our teachers to go back to school. Let's uh, let's let's make sure that the big companies get the little companies' monies. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just burn it down. <laughs> fucking burn yeah. it down. I mean, like at this rate it's just like why why do we even why do we go along with this? Why do we even ugh. It's too fucking late. I don't even like, I'm going to I'm going I'm just going to like try to go run off into the woods. Just fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Ugh. Oh, you want to go go protest? Go hope that some police officer doesn't shoot you. Oh, man, even that's becoming normalized. Like it, like like it hasn't already been. Now it's like it's in the public discourse. It's a normal thing to do. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, just call him a rioter or a looter. Or, I mean, in the instance that you can stick him with terrorist, I mean, that's that's really the moniker that you want to be able to to put on your your political dissidents. Yeah. Fuck him, and everybody else is is uh, is a friend, you know. All these these archdioceses and cardinals and folks that are out there uh, fucking raping kids. Yep. Yeah, they're on your side because they have money, and you know, money's what makes the world go round. So. Yep. Might as well suck up to them while they're sucking up to other people. Ugh. Gross, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is why I drink, Jimmy. Oh no! Yeah, no, don't tell me that. Yeah, don't tell me that. This is fucking stupid. No, you. I think you hit the nail on the head when you when you say like uh, like I you know it's gonna it's gonna break your fat fragile sense of whatever in half. Like I'm I'm right there with you. Like I don't I don't know what to do about any of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. Yeah. This is so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's just so dumb that it just you can't Ugh. even fully process it because it would just like it would snap any sense of logic you you would have in your brain to try to make sense of it. The oh fuck it, restaurants are going to. We're not gonna have restaurants anymore. Uh, just a bunch of them are going yep. under. Or we're just gonna we're effectively gonna have. Uh, like fast food chains when this yeah. is all said and done yeah. like there, there's not going to be anything um like any uh like fine dining or or I mom mean, and pop sit in restaurants dining. i don't really need that i don't i don't really need fine dining i don't even know what i mean when i say fine dining i i, I like fine dining as opposed to uh kfc i guess i don't know <laughs> I mean, Steak and Shake is kind of yeah, like... fine dining. You get to sit down, someone brings food to you. You get to sit down. No, Tim, that's yeah. not what fine dining means. It's, what about Cracker Barrel? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> does uh, that count? Yeah, actually it does. Yeah. It totally they, is. They, can, they make make you like a, like a wedge of cabbage. It's been like stewed in some kind of ham broth for five days. Yeah. That, that is, uh, yeah. That is uh, the uh, Webster Dictionary definition of fine dining, uh, Cracker Barrel. Fine dining. Shut the Cracker Barrel. Why do you think they have so many Beanie Babies? You can't have that many Beanie Babies in an establishment without it being fine dining. Oh, man. That's that's pretty much a hellscape in and of itself. Fuck that place. I mean, I like it. Cash grab for for dumb boomers. It's so is. It so is. Yeah, they don't. Half of those things that are in there aren't even like old timey. No. It, it's it, it's more like a mockery of what the old time. Uh, it it kind of reminds me yeah. of like, yeah, it reminds me of like the Trump Towers. It's like, oh well, what would a rich person do if they had a hotel? Well, they'd have gold toilets. <laughs> yeah. That's what. It's like, no, that's not what you yeah. do. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, what about old timey people? What do they like? It was like, well, they like to have the latest and greatest GPS navigation systems yeah. lining them. I saw like a fucking Garmin Nuvi in there the other day. I was like, why? Why are you selling this kind of like digitized shit? This is obviously not what they sold back in a, oh. a I don't know, 19th century general store or whatever you're trying to be yeah, here. Yeah, but you see, actual 1920 general store stuff doesn't sell. And shitty snow globes and uh, crappy yeah, stuffed animals. Yeah, the glass do. shit that they put in their lawn. Yeah, you want some stuffed animals that have your favorite sports team on them, which happened to be the sports team in this general yeah. area. Uh, <laughs> They're really uh, good. You like UK? No, you, honestly, you bleed blue. Uh, on, if you really bleed blue, you'll buy these T-shirts that say <laughs> bleed blue. <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> for us, Tim, it probably will probably still have Cracker Barrel, or it'll be Cracker Barrel, KFC, McDonald's, and Burger King, and that will be it. That'll that'll be the only sit-down restaurant. It's like, do you want mm-hmm. fast food or normal food? And it was like, you mean Cracker Barrel? Yes, of course, I mean Cracker Barrel. There is no other normal, normal food. food. All the other mm-hmm. normal food went out of business. So, do you want fast or Cracker Barrel? Oh man. I just I just hope some Mexican restaurants make it through this. I just, I just want just want some good Mexican restaurants. We could only hope. That's all I care about. If I could, yeah, if I could have one type of restaurant, Mexican restaurants, please. 
it's it's all I want to exist when this is all said and done. I'd, I'd be okay if we just lived in where it's like it's just like you can go to the, the Mexican restaurant or the Walmart as the only two options that you have. Uh, <laughs> if you want to go out, that's where you go. Somehow I feel that Mexican restaurants will make it through. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they're yeah. they're they're resilient. They're strong. Uh, mm-hmm. People they they also work as bars, um, so mm-hmm. they have the dual purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and you can still get takeout. You still get takeout at those places. Yep. Like support your 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 local mom and pop stores. Yeah. And don't be fooled. Like do your research. Don't automatically think it's like oh yeah, uh, los tacarinos poblanos or whatever. You're like no no, that's a chain. That's a oh, fucking yeah, chain. That's true. Like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't you dare think that that's the case. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> uh, not all chains are bad, I guess. Yeah, they are. I don't know. They're inherently okay, bad. They're the bad. first thing that chains do when they become a chain is they get rid of all everything that made it good and make it cheaper. And uh, mm-hmm. chain, like... Pretty much. And re- reduce the uh, individuality of the people that work yeah. for them, which is by proxy. Like the What is it? That's the uh, death of the soul. Uh, that's... that's uh, so popularly distributed uh, Marxist theory. Uh, Like that's, that's the problem with capitalism. Like over time, you know, people just feel less human. Yeah. Just, they slowly start to like fill in the, the blank spots in their mind with, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a machine. Like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It doesn't feel right, but what else is there in life? I don't know. I guess I'll just like fill that void with booze drinking or having kids or something yeah. you know perpetuate the system like this is what i'm supposed to do mm. what what yeah wait uh what the fuck like what is my meaning you serve butter oh god oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, what is my pretty purpose? much mm-hmm that's the last thing that people want to ask themselves. That's the situation we found ourselves in just moments ago. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to delve into those topics. I, I, I kind of feel like it's, it's somewhat our job on this podcast to, to dig in just a tad. But, I, it's, it's all, it's already there. Like, you don't need to go that far into it to understand what's going on. It's like too many people are looking the other way. You just like. Stop fighting it. Like, I understand that you want to be Catholic. I understand that you want to hang on to your religious beliefs. But it's like, if you just for a second just recognize that these people are vampires, they are subsisting off of the fact that they have large congregations and sway and constituencies that are supporting individuals that are in the pockets of those people or vice versa. I don't know who truly has the power here, but it's one of those folks. The, the fucking church or the state. I don't know. They're basically the They're same thing. Of each church, other. state, corporations. Do, 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 exactly. Do, do. All, all manufacturers of the status quo. But uh, I just want to sneak this in here real quick. I think there is one mm. chain restaurant that apparently has applied for bankruptcy in 2020. I have never heard of it before. Um, uh, maybe you have. It is a restaurant, mm. and I shit you not, called Soup Plantation. Soup plantation? Why mm. the fuck are we putting plantation in the name of fucking restaurants in 2020? I, I, I'm not real sure. That's why. That's rough. Like, one, it sounds disgusting. Like, why the fuck do I want to go to a plantation made out of soup? And two, why the fuck you calling your restaurant soup plantation? Oh, man. Who the fuck told you it was a good idea to call your restaurant Soup Plantation? Oh, man. It's a, it's like meshed. It's a meshed word. So it's Soup Plantation. You know, goddamn, you put plantation in that fucking name. It's a Soup Plantation. Oh, man. Okay, so it's a restaurant company operating as Sweet Tomatoes. Wait, so the plantation uh, owns the Sweet Tomatoes? Oh, wait, so, like, Sweet Tomatoes... No, Sweet Tomatoes owns Soup Plantation, which I feel like you could flip that a little bit. Yeah, it's And it would be a much more successful... Yeah, like, I would much rather eat at a place called Sweet Tomatoes than Soup Plantation. 
At the yeah, same time, it, well, if it I was knew, opened in 1978. If I knew that the sweet tomatoes were enslaved under the soup plantation, then maybe I wouldn't want to eat the sweet tomatoes. But what the fuck, man? How has this been around since 1978? I've never heard of this shit. Uh, yeah, why does it, what does soup plantation mean? It's a plantation made out of soup. There's a million different questions online about this. Like, what is, why is it called soup plantation? And all of them are just like, there was a bartender that had a dream. He loved soup and he loved plantations. And then he slammed the stupid goddamn words together. And he discovered the fresh or something, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Gross. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that place can go disgusting. die. Is Golden Corral closing? Oh, thank God. What? 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 Shuts all company units. Furloughs 2,290. No, it's, no, it's what? This, this is a good thing. Shh. That's amazing. It said it will help laid off employees with food and assistance. Well, I would hope that they would have, you know, kind of a back order on that stuff. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> we got to feed all these fat old people. What are we going to do? Wait, only fat old people work at Golden Corral? Uh, no, I mean, that's that's who was shopping at them or, uh, you know, who were um, patronizing them prior. Uh, so effectively, they have backstores and backstores and backstores. Oh, I get what you're saying now. I got you. I got you. Oh yeah. So they've got they got plenty. Uh, wow, that's amazing. Oh, it's like a soup plantation was also like buffet style. That makes it even more okay. gross. Just gross. A bunch of like uh, gross, gross white people just hanging around a sneeze, a sneeze guard. Sneeze guard just soup, just wet sloshy soup. Oh, yeah, like spilled all over the, the top, you know, just getting into all the uh, other ones. No. Yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> no. to die. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, everything about that was, was screaming no. fail. Yeah, fail. Like, like how, have they, how have you lasted this long? You're done. Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's amazing what uh what income can do. You can just like shove that investment continuously into a failing idea yeah. until it just eats everything. And it's like, oh well, yep, your 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 wealthy husband and or wife supported you for too long, and <laughs> bada bing bada boom, you got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's how that works. Oh, oh man, god damn it, I'm so angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. Uh, oh, that's a it's a rough why? episode, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I thought like I, I thought the string of like rough episodes is gonna like be curbing off after the oh, last couple. Oh no! This, this is real it's, bad. Our <laughs> it's gonna keep rising like those Corona numbers. Yeah, this is the worst it's ever been by a pretty wide margin. Shit. Okay, so let's say that it gets, uh, let's say that it gets uh, like twice as bad. Like, what does our society look like? What happens? Uh, I mean, like outside of outside of like the obvious, like oh, people die. Like obviously, like a lot of people, a lot more people are going to die. Um, you know, a lot more people are probably going to be socially isolated. Uh, a little bit concerned about uh, making contact with others. People might be more standoffish. I think I think the behavior will be altered, you know, to some extent because of the general worry, the general concern. But what what other things do you think we can expect? I am I am no fortune teller. No fortune teller. I you heard it here from first, Zinnick Empowerment. Uh, yeah, I I haven't I, really contemplated uh, what all it'll look like. I think the important stuff is going to be pushed, you know, swept under the rug. I think that that uh, if the the if people get distracted enough, like if it gets real bad, then we'll see a whole lot of uh, backward shit going on uh, from our administrators. If that even rises to the surface, uh, it, you know, even if that. Uh, those stories can develop through all of the chaos that is a pandemic. They'll be pushing through bills left and right. They'll be making a lot of institutional changes, not oh, in the yeah. benefit of all the people that are suffering. And they're effectively going to use this this uh, this uh, chaotic moment yeah. to distract the public from 
things that they're they're going to to commit otherwise. Yeah, I, think I don't know what exactly call. that is, but I think it's I think it'll look a lot like big companies receive paycheck protection program as part of the CARES Act type things. Yeah, and probably also just us losing our um, privacy on the internet, kind of you know nine eleven s kind of tactic type stuff. Yeah, Patriot Act. Yeah, kind those of stuff. kinds of things, especially mm-hmm. if. Um, yeah, crack down on freedoms. Riots continue mm-hmm. to be more um, prevalent. Mm-hmm. Which they probably will be. Like a lot more people are going to be um, laid off from work. Uh, you know, more businesses will probably go under. Um, uh, I, I've actually heard a, a well in Tennessee in particular, they are planning on going back to what they call phase two in their reopening protocol, which does not mean an economic shutdown. They are at at all costs saying we must stay open no matter what. Like if people die, people die. But it's more important that the the cure isn't worse than the disease. That seems Mm -mm -mm. like invaluable logic. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's quippy. It sounds sounds great. Put that up, slap that on a Mm t-shirt. Like damn, yeah, give me give me a bumper sticker or two. I'm just gonna like cover my entire rear windshield yeah. with that. No looking back yeah, for no me. Looking, no yeah. siree. No looking back <laughs> in this car. We only look forward. That's right, yeah. Cure, cure. Fuck the cure. Yeah, fuck the cure. It's a <laughs> shitty band anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh good point, man. All right. I think they've probably heard enough from us. You want to, you want to sign us all off? All right. Jimmy? If you all are interested in telling us about your acodroplegia, you can do so <laughs> by emailing us at syndicatepowerman at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. Or you can like us on Facebook at Syndicate Empowerment and send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at syndicatepowerme one We'd love to hear from you and mean a lot to us. And if you are listening to us through any of the listening apps, please, for the love of God, like and review the show. It helps other people find us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're looking for other places to like us, you can find us in the so-called general store at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> We're right next to the Beanie Babies. Cynic Empowerment Bobbleheads. Buy a Timmy, buy a Jimmy. <laughs> if you want them, buy them both. We're collectible. We're collectible. We commodified ourselves. Yeah. Get it? We took we took our identity and we made it into a commodity. And you you could you could buy it. We're we're selling mm-hmm. ourselves. We're literally Hell selling yeah. ourselves. It's not prostitution. It's not it's not actually prostitution when we're in bottlehead form, but you can do whatever you want with the bottleheads whenever you buy them. <laughs> yeah, we have no Totally totally up to yeah. you. <laughs>